0: hello and welcome to journeys in faith here on this friday evening this is ann desantis i have an amazing guest for you she's right next to me as you can see this is lindsay karen she is the founder of the tob parent school lindsay thank you so much for joining me on journeys in faith thank you for having me Anne. it's nice to be with you thank you Now we've so much to talk about as i said she's the founder of the tob parent school and some of you who are familiar with my show know that i've hosted other guests tob stands for theology of the body and the website is tobparentschool.org so maybe as we're watching this if you're watching it on your laptop you can uh, go to the website and learn more but i'd like to tell you just a little bit about the tob parent school is that it educates and empowers parents to reclaim their rights and responsibility as their parents' first and most formative teachers, especially in personhood, identity, and sexuality. Founded in 2020, TOB Parent School has grown to a team of 10 with a robust and expanding theology of the body curriculum for busy busy Catholic families. Wow, this is great. And I wanna read your bio too, just a, a little bit, and then you can, tell us so much more about yourself is that she founded the TOB Parent School in 2020. She holds degrees in anthropology, a BS in education, an an MA in education, and Catholic School Leadership, an MA. She utilized the support of theologians, doctors, psychologists, lawyers, graphic designers, and business developers to create TOB Monthly, the primary publication of TOB Parent School. Lindsay has three boys and a passion for organizing places and spaces for TOB-minded living. A very thoughtful uh, bio, and I also love the description of the TOB Parent School. Again, Tobparentschool.org. So, you know, you have a personal journey, and then you also have a professional journey. Um, During this first half of the show, please do guide us through both of those aspects of you, Lindsay.
1: Sure. Well, thank you for the lovely intro. And um, I, let's see, I was born in Portland, Oregon, and raised in a loving Catholic home. And so my professional bio reflects that. I went to Catholic school mostly growing up and then um, down to California for college and graduate school, all in Catholic, education, teaching, um, and administration. So my background, my professional background lends very well to developing a program like this. Um, And then my personal story um, also lends to this development. And I think I, I always like to remind people that as Catholics, we are both and, you know, that's been one of my favorite teachings of the faith to, discover and really internalize. Because for a long time, I felt like my personal story didn't match up to my professional story. um, And I had to choose to tell one or the other. And really, that was just an extension of the shame that the devil wanted me to feel for the part of my personal journey that led me to be equipped to do what I do now, which is walk other parents through this journey. So, you know, I, I just would like to share that my my personal journey started, um, my first memories were those of shame when I was very little, probably three, four years old, and uh, just several experiences that that um, layered one on top of another that just led me deeper into that feeling of shame, which, of course, at the time, I didn't know what it was or how to define it um, until much later as an adult, but You know, those experiences were um, being molested as a child, uh, being bullied by girls in my classroom that I was with from first grade to senior year of high school, Um, and then just having a very sensitive, quiet, shy personality where all of those things layered on top of another just kind of led me deeper into this, this experience of feeling like I was shameful, like I was not good enough, like I was bad. Um, And then as I started to grow older, you know, high school, and especially when I went away to college, I was able to start experimenting with that in, you know, in my dating, in my sexuality, and I turned to drinking, and that really helped me cover up the shame as I acted in a way that looked confident to everybody but really wasn't. It was so deeply painful for such a long time. And um, so I turned to the culture because that was what was promising me everything on a silver platter and joy and freedom and uh, excitement. And and so my 20s were pretty much completely consumed by living in the culture. And um, all those things that looked fun on the surface, they were just adding and adding and adding layers of pain. But on the other side of things, I continued to pursue God and I continued to pursue, you know, a career that would lead me to um, working for him and bringing him to other people. It's like my soul knew what it was supposed to be seeking after, um, even though it was being led down a really dark place by the enemy. Um, so I, I always like to point out to people that, you know, that a lot of us have really, really complicated stories and that we share usually on the surface only a part of that story um and that we don't have to do that that's the work of the devil that wants us to keep the other part of our story deep in shame and hidden Um, and that you know going back to that idea that as catholics we are both and so we we are not hypocritical if we're sinning we are striving Um, usually some of us are uh, you know if we're not seeking god in that process at all then we could just be in a state of sin. but but often, um, if we are seeking the Lord in one way or another, and we're sinning on the other hand, it's because we're in the struggle that He wants us to be in until we come fully to him. So for me, the paper bio, you know, is, yeah, I used to always think of it as I had this one side and this other side, um, and the paper bio is is so professional, and the personal bio is so painful. But really what i'm starting to see is that it is my integrated story that makes me really equipped to do what i do because the paper bio is just one thing Um, but i don't think that it really gives me the heart to reach parents where they are with their worries and struggles of the culture where it is right now for their children so it's that personal struggle that that i'm kind of most proud to bring to my work because I feel like it really helps me connect with the modern Catholic parent who's our target audience for this work and say, I know what you're worried about. I know exactly what you're worried about because I lived it. Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm here to help you.
0: What a beautiful story, and I must admit, you know, you and I are just getting acquainted, right? Really? So, I mean, we literally just met on this program, <laughs> mm-hmm. um, other than on email exchange, yeah. um, and honestly, I did not know these things, so I just, I give you so much credit in the way that God has led you to where you are now, and you are helping so many people, uh, and so I just invite, I mean, anyone who's watching this video and thinking, you know, wow, you know, maybe I can Find out about this program because I've been through something. Maybe somebody who's watching has been through not the exact same thing as you, but something, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. yeah. And so it's just wonderful that you're sharing it. Now you talked about a little bit about the personal. There's something about the professional part of you that you want to share with the audience?
1: Yes, um, I, I think that maybe the most interesting thing. I think what people see from my resume is that I have this background in, you know, Catholic education teaching. Um, interdisciplinary education. So that plays a lot into the magazines that we created, the mini magazines, because they pull all the different areas of personhood and tie it all together in this beautiful way. So that is maybe the most obvious thing um, that jumps off the page of people. But what I like to really reflect on now is this earnest desire in my heart, in my uh, end of my junior year of undergrad, was to switch my major from English to cultural anthropology. And everybody in the world said to me well, f- a few things. First of all, what is that? Um, secondly, there was a huge misunderstanding that it, that it was the same thing as archaeology and that I wanted to study bones. Um, <laughs> and then just a, I, I got a lot. well, what are you gonna do with that? Everybody wants to know, you know, the utility of your degree. What are you gonna do with that? And it was like, the Lord just put on my heart. You know, you need to understand the human person, and I, of course, I didn't know how to explain that at the time. Um, but it's so obvious to me to see His hand in everything in my life at this point, and just say, because uh, theology of the body. For those of you that don't know, it's it's called a Christian anthropology of personhood, and it's really the only time I've heard anthropology used regularly to describe something. Since choosing that major 20, 20 years ago, and um, it's just beautiful because what I was drawn to then, I'm still drawn to now, and it's it's understanding people and and who they are and how their environment shapes them and um, and what's beautiful about them and beautiful to them. So that that's my uh, professional piece that I'm kind of most excited about. I think.
0: I just love how with your background, not only obviously what you went through when you were younger, and by the way, I'm really sorry that you thank went you. through some of those things that you went through. I mean, that's thank just yeah. horrific. So it's yeah. wonderful to see how God has worked in your life, but also your degrees and how like you're using, really utilizing like every aspect of your education mm-hmm. to do what you're doing right now. Yeah, uh, I think it's, that's wonderful. Yeah, and you, you just started it's this, <laughs> it is a nonprofit, correct? Or is it? Yeah. A, we okay. are a
1: nonprofit, mm-hmm.
0: a catholic nonprofit, 501 501c3 and again it's tobparentschool.org so we are going to talk like a lot more about that on the second half when we come back after the commercial was there anything else that you just wanted to share about you before we take our break because i know that um you know we could probably have like an more than an an hour's podcast just on your personal background
1: Oh man, I know I think we pretty much summed it up really really well. I'm excited to talk about the program when we come back.
0: Okay. So we will be back here in just a few minutes. Um thank you so much again, Lindsay, and I'm excited for them to learn more about the TOB parent school. See you in a few. Welcome back to Journeys in Faith. And during the first half of the show, my guest, Lindsay Karen of the TOB Parent School, talked about her personal faith journey and how she got involved in what she is doing right now. And I invited all of you to go to the website, which is tobparentschool.org. Now, just for some of you who don't know much about theology of the body, although I do think that our audience here is pretty familiar with it, is that the theology of the body is Saint John Paul II's integrated vision of the human person. The human body has a specific meaning, making visible an invisible reality, and is capable of revealing answers regarding fundamental questions about us and our lives. The human body includes rights from the beginning, the capacity of expressing love, the love in which the person becomes a gift, and by means of this gift fulfills the meaning of his being and existence." And that's right from John Paul II. And we all know, people who are watching this video, that Dr. Christopher West was the one that kind of brought that to life, you know, back in the, I think, in the early 2000s. I remember I saw him for the first time, I think it was somewhere around like 2005 or six, and it was when it was kind of exploding. And I think by now, all these years later, Um, many devoted Catholics are pretty aware of it, but we're trying to integrate it into society a little bit more, right, Lindsay? I mean, so that parents and families are able to really live it, teach it, and be able to show the importance of it. So talk a little bit more about that and how did you decide to start this nonprofit? And I love to just hear the details of it.
1: Yeah. um, So it was in 2020, it was, I mean, I had decided right before COVID hit, and um, it was just a moment where I had had my third son and I was, um, he he was just about one at the time. <clears throat> so in the year prior to that, I had spent a lot of time like reading articles online because I was nursing him all the time, you know? So in the busyness of life, I hadn't really sat down to like soak in what was out there and being sent to me. and um i had just this feeling of like total <laughs> fear and and worry about how the culture had gone so quickly downhill so quickly and, and in such a concerning way um and like i said earlier you know my life was sucked in by the cultural vacuum and it wasn't nearly as bad as it is right now 20 years ago when it happened to me so I just became very, very worried for my children. And then um, in faithfulness to God, who we are you know, told not to worry, but to take action where we can, it was like, okay, well then I got to do something about it. And I just started searching Theology of the Body for kids because I, like many people out there at the time, I didn't really even know it very well, I just kind of knew of it. And I knew that it might be the answer. And so I started with, um, ordering some of the curriculum that was out there and gathering some local mom friends around out here in Portland, Oregon, where we live. And, uh, we were all enthusiastic and we were using the curriculum and teaching our kids and, and sharing in this joy together and, um, and concern. And then there was a moment where it was actually my sister. She came to me and she was like, listen, I, I really want to teach this too, but I don't know how, like it's, it's too hard it's school curriculum i'm not a teacher i'm a busy mom Um, so the idea was born to create these like mini magazines um they're truly they're eight pages each and there's eight of them in a packet and those eight of them go through the main standards of theology of the body but instead of having a big you know school curriculum to have to break down we just knew that we needed to reach the parents for two reasons one we needed to reach them in a format that was really easy for them to break down. Um, you know, eight pages, including front and back cover. It includes the theology right there, so you don't have to go, you know, prepping for it or learning it elsewhere. Um, it's colorful and engaging for the kids. It's it's age appropriate. So we have five different age groups, user friendly, uh, lots of images that speak to kids and busy families. I mean, then we also knew that we needed to reach the parents directly because the schools, I think are really, and parishes and programs, um, religious ed programs, they're a really important place in, um, in echoing this message, but that the primary messaging of the body and sexuality, it really should come from the parents. Um, it should be in the home. It's very, very tender and sensitive and individual. And so we really wanted the parent to take that primary role. And we also do a lot of bulk orders to schools and parishes who want to be that person or that catalyst to give this to the parents. But essentially when they're bulk ordering, it's so that they can hand it to the parents. It's, it's not so that they can do it in the school. And there are beautiful school curriculums. I highly recommend if you're in charge of a school or a parish that you're doing, again, the both and you are teaching it and you are um, equipping parents to be giving the same message at home.
0: Wow. It's so interesting. I mean, for me, myself, my kids are older. My youngest is 24 and we did homeschool. Mm -hmm. So uh, if you were around back then, I know that I would have done it, but um, I'm making a shout out to people who are watching this, whether it be your own children, whether it's your grandchildren, nieces, nephews, whoever, Um, at your parish community to get in touch with Lindsay at tobparentschool.org and find out more because this is a wonderful program for your entire parish community now can you tell us a little bit about those age brackets and maybe just a tiny bit about like I mean you don't need to go through like what every single age bracket teaches but give us just a basic idea of those brackets and what what people can expect yes um so We
1: have five age groups and it starts with uh, littles, which is ages two to five, and then kids six to nine. Middles is 10 to 13, teens is 14 to 18, and then um, campus for colleges is 19 to 22. So it really covers everybody from age two to 22. Um, And each of those age groups covers actually exactly the same thing, but in just a different age appropriate way. So what we did um, is we, so back up a step, in 2019, there were two organizations that came together to standardize the theology of the body. So they took the 630 pages of John Paul II's work, and they put it into 12 teaching standards. And that was the Cardinal Newman Society and uh, Rue Rua Woods Press, who does a TOB curriculum for schools. And so, you know, thankfully for that gift, I had the 12 standards to work off of. And then um, just for ease sake, we combined a couple standards that seemed to work really well together. And we created eight themes. They're essentially the the 12 standards. So each theme um, equates to each mini magazine. So there's eight. and in a mini magazine, you're gonna most often get one of the Christian anthropology standards and sometimes two of them. And um, so what those are, are essentially, it starts with introducing that all life is a gift from womb to tomb. Uh, Then it goes into this concept of humans being specially ordered uh, differently than and above animal and plant life, which is actually becoming important for kids to differentiate because of the emphasis on uh, you know, the importance of pets and, and it's becoming a bit disordered by our culture. Um, and then the third standard goes into what most people assume the theology of the body is all about, which is, um, gender and sexuality. But as you see, it's one of, it's one of the 12 standards. So it's one twelfth of the theology of the body. The rest is on the whole of the person. Um, and that, you know, just lays out for people like you were born a, a treasured boy or a girl and you were gifted that body by God um, for reasons and that there's design and purpose in the complementarity of the bodies. And then you really get into that, that takes you up to uh, issue four and five, which are about now exposing the soul. We've talked about the, the body. And so now we're talking about the soul, the state of the soul. And then as you get into like issue six, seven, and eight, you come back full circle into how the body and the soul work uh, together and how that body soul composite, which creates a person interacts with the rest of the world and interacts in love and in service with other people. And then finally in issue eight, you know, it wraps up with your ultimate interaction, which is in your vocation and vocation being, um, marriage or consecrated life and all the different ways that that can play out Um, and then career choices as well how you interact in your work
0: i love how it really covers the whole gamut because and also the minds of younger people all the way up to 22 because we're dealing with different ways of understanding right and so uh, i love how you thought it out very well and I think it's a great package deal for parishes and archdiocese, diocese. So how would that work? Just say I'm in the archdiocese of Philadelphia and just say somebody from my archdiocese says, wow, we love this. We wanna incorporate it into our school district. How would that work? I mean, are there packages for larger you know, people mm-hmm. who want to do something on a larger scale with it? Yeah, they would just email the, the one email address
1: that's on our website. And then I would be able to share with them the bulk pricing, which we bring it down as much as we can, Um, you know, and just like all bulk pricing, the more you order, the more we can bring it down just a little bit. And then we'd send you a a big old (laughs) supply of boxes with all the, all the issues for whichever age group you've decided on. And, and then it's up to the parish or school, you know, how they, how they want to play that out. Do they want to form a, a committee in their, um, leadership team to then put on maybe parent events where there's coffee or wine and cheese and and then the parent comes and learns and then gets the magazine or do they wanna just pass it home with the child? You know, there's a bunch of different creative ways of how to actually implement it once you have it. But the first step would just be to email and get the bulk pricing.
0: Excellent. I have to say, I love the idea that it is something tactile that you can hold open the pages because we're in this age now where everything's online, right? Nobody's, not many people even send out cards or, you know, it's right now we're coming into when we're taping this. Of course, it's being ta- being aired after that, but I'm um, taping it during the holiday season, but people aren't even like sending Christmas cards or anything out anymore. So it's just a wonderful thing. I think when someone has something that they can hold, read, it doesn't, a lot of times it doesn't get thrown in the trash. It get, it's, you know, it might get passed along to someone else. Right. So (laughs) I I think that was a very ingenious idea on your part. Now, as we are now, I mean, when this is being aired, we are in 2024, but uh, tell us what's going on for this year and any calls to action before we end the program.
1: Oh yeah. Uh, well, we're, in the development stage of cycle B. So we work in a cycle system, um, kind of like the liturgical readings. So we have uh, cycle A is fully developed and available for purchase, and now we're developing B. um, And then we'll have a cycle C as well. And so the concept there is that once a child circulates through those three cycles, they're typically ready to move into the next age group of content. So that's big um, development for this year. And then we're also, potentially we're in discernment to create kind of like a, the talk add on issue that deals more with the anatomy of the body. um, Because theology of the body, it's more of the theology. And so we're, we're discerning that and we're really leaning towards creating something because parents keep asking for something, a resource like that. Um, And then a call to action, I would just say that uh, if it's in your heart and budget in any way, shape or form to donate, we have a donate button on our main page um, of our website. And we are a nonprofit so that we can keep costs down for anybody who needs this material. Um, And so any donation helps keep costs down for, for everyone who
0: needs this. On screen, Yes, thank you so much. It's been an honor to host you on this show. And uh, I know I keep saying to the audience, you know, go to the website, check it out. But really, I mean, this is something special. This is really special. Tobparentschool.org. Anyone who has children, uh, I would say what below college age is that probably what you would say that target audience? Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 It doesn't even have to be your kids. It can be your your grandkids, your nieces or nephews, you know, just people that you know, Um, wonderful. Thank you so much for joining us in this program. Any final words? Yeah, I did uh,
1: remember that I wanted to share with everyone that we earned the imprimatur for our work on TOB Monthly in uh, May of 2023 from Archbishop Alexander Sample out here in Portland, Oregon. So it's got the official stamp of approval if anyone's curious about that
0: awesome that is beautiful it was a an honor to host you i thank uh thank patrick Novakowski for introducing us thank you patrick and this show is on the andesantis youtube channel please do subscribe the show airs the first and third fridays of every month at 8 30 p.m god bless and we'll see all of you next time thank you
2: The St. Raymond Onatus Foundation for Freedom, Family, and Faith was founded in 2015 by the Mercedarian Religious Order with a mission to make pastoral outreach to families in crisis. The friars came together after attending the World Meeting of Families in Philadelphia with hopes of creating a foundation which could help those families and individuals who have faced tough times and need to know that the church cares and is... By offering prayer, priestly consultations, podcasts and videos, and programs and events. Whether it is something to do with divorce or separation, trauma, job loss, loss of a loved one, relationship issues, or other crisis, the Foundation has seen lives transformed through the services we provide. Pope Francis has referred to our world as a field hospital where there are a great deal of individuals and families who feel abandoned and they need the special outreach of those who truly care and wish to show the face of God to others. As a foundation, that is what we do every day. And we're grateful to people like you who help to make a difference for families in crisis. Please pray for us and for our mission. Would you consider a one-time, a recurring gift? Please go to nonatus.org to donate. Thank you sincerely from all of us at the St. Raymond Nonatus Foundation for Freedom, Family, and Faith.